0: Thank you guys for sticking around. This is going to be, or is, episode number, not going to be, but is, indeed, because I already clicked record, episode number 52 of Civil Tension, and the very first one of 2019. So thank you guys for hanging in there, sticking around. My name is Peter Galt, the host and creator of Civil Tension, and I have four co-hosts with me today. You've all been promoted, whether you like it or not. Um, and starting uh, actually to my right is
1: Jerry Settles
0: and the Dan Gilman, Don Stevenson, Ken Nicholson. Awesome, guys. Thank you very much. Um, throughout the morning, we've kind of touched, I think, on a lot of the things that, you know, during coffee this morning, a lot of the things that are sort of the fundamentals of the question that I posed for the topic of the podcast today, which is. You know, inspired by Don's question last week, which, you know, last week's episode was also titled by Don, you selfish bastard, which is not Don, but the title of the episode. I was not the selfish bastard. <laughs> no, I was actually. I was the target of that of that comment, which is fine. I meant it in a good way. You did mean it in a good way. It it came across with all the love intended, and but uh, uh, it's the the topic this week is. Why do you do the things that you do? Why you know, Why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, along with that goes why. Kind of the subtopics of that, I think, which all apply, are why do you believe what you believe? Why do you, um, you know, act the way you act? Why do? You, what motivates you? What uh, demotivates you? What incentivizes you to take action? Mm-hmm. And then uh, resulting in doing the things that you do. And the reason I found that interesting, Don, is last week you said, when you asked people that they, they very rarely give you an answer. Mm -hmm. And last week, when you asked that the answer seemed relatively simple to me, but then in reflecting on a lot of things, and, and one thing particularly that was relatively significant that happened over the last couple of weeks of my life was, you know, sometimes you don't think about the things you do and how, what's gonna result from those actions. You don't, maybe you don't necessarily think ahead.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So again, why do you do the things that you do? And sometimes it is just as simple, which I think my answer was, when I listened back doing the editing, my my answer felt rather simplistically, because it was, you know, first of all, is it uh, the, doing the things I do, is it going to benefit me? Next, right. is it going to benefit my wife, my children, my extended family? Is it going to benefit and support the people around me? Uh, and finally, very simply, is does it feel good or does it feel bad? Right. It's, yeah. it's a very... You know, then that's
2: that's probably when I called you a selfish bastard right there. Right? That's yeah, that's. Right. That, I was just trying to that, think that, what I could remember I mean. what prompted.
0: Well, actually, it was a very nice thing that prompted it, but <laughs> you, you were. It was. A, it was kind of that. It, it res, that resulted in it being a backhanded compliment, a backhand. but because uh, you had had call me, you had you had called me a very generous person. Right. Which thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason I do those is because to make you feel it good. makes me feel. That's right. Good. That's right. Um, because your
2: motivation it, for being generous was still a like personal I, I, motivation. I still a personal. I don't have a big problem with that
0: actually. It is a. I mean i I strive, and even thinking about, uh, I did a little five minute block for. Um, Kent and Ron mm-hmm. for their new show that they're launching the, this coming Monday, mm-hmm. which I won't really get to hear because they'll be getting ready for jury duty while they're on the air, and then I'll be down at the Woodstock County Courthouse all day Monday.
3: But on the right side of
0: the bed. But yeah, yeah, on the right side of yeah, the right yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: So... But anyway, go ahead, Ken. Uh, Peter, everything you said had to do with gratification or reward or some sort of logical process where in my own mind I decide I'm going to do something. Well, that leaves out a whole bunch of activity, a whole bunch of oh, behavior it does. that is somehow ingrained. I mean, reflexive, uh, not subject to any kind of logical decision or, or you know, it's uh, called a morning. There's, well, you, you, the way you're raised has a lot to do with it. You know, Your parents have whatever ethical system they live by. And some there's some stuff, and I, I'm not trained to know how much stuff, but there's definitely some stuff that's genetic,
2: mm-hmm.
4: that you're simply born with already. right? right. Uh, and that can be things as, as basic as, do you have a quick temper? And it could be uh, how you walk, how you, how you talk. Uh, for some reason, the male line of descent in my family, every other generation, are pretty knock-kneed on the left side, right? We don't know why that is. Uh, we're pretty good athletes in spite of that, right? But uh, we, we all have this thing that we're given by birth. So not all of it's logical. All, it's, it's, there's a lot of stuff. Why was William Wallace the, uh, the rebellious young man that he was? A lot of it was not something he was enjoying doing. Because he wanted Mel
2: Gibson
0: to make a movie.
4: Well, yeah, okay. Uh, Mel's going to do... Really thinking ahead
0: by a couple of centuries on that one. Uh, uh, In his head. It feel
4: good. I I get the feeling I just pissed Dan off. (laughs) (laughs) Not
3: at all. Because you made
2: the first history reference.
0: (laughs)
3: We were touching on that last week. That mm-hmm. you know, you talk about genetics, and we talk about the concept of predisposition.
4: Sorry, I wasn't here. So,
3: Being predisposed to to an event so mm-hmm. meaning, meaning that you know you're more likely to uh, have this behaviorism because of this chain of other aspects that go on. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're destined to it.
4: Right. Right. I do. I, no I, I would accept we that. Certainly. To you. We still
3: have choice. So when we're young, you know, we're born with with a with a set that you know we call genetics. and get from our parents. Uh, the interesting thing about that is that every human is born with an aspect of moral reasoning as early as 18 months. Mm-hmm. Sure. They did some extensive study on this, and why it's 18 months is because there's laws that says you can't use children for experiments earlier than that. <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 these are ethical laws, by the way. <laughs> the 18
2: months old told them that.
3: Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, told them but I, mean, I found that very fascinating that, uh, that you know, children at an extremely young age can make ethical decisions. And the way they got to this was is they did an experiment, uh, which they uh, were dealing with intent and action
2: mm-hmm.
3: for a child to be able to decide what intent and action is. And a very simple example of that was is that they had a kitten that's, that's being sucked down a vortex of a drain, okay? So someone comes and they save the cat, and so they say, was this a good event? And then they say, yes, yeah, so it mm-hmm. is a good event. And then they, then they have the guy that says a cat speak, and saying that, well, it's good I got this kitten because I need to do some experiments, and this thing was going to die anyway. So then they ask the child again, is this a good thing? And then they, they, they will change their mind. Not all mm-hmm. of them, of course. I mean, this is a, so they're making a moral and ethical decisions so, at right. 18 and, months and old. And they're, they're able to recognize intent, mm-hmm. and then change the action of whether or not it's good or bad. Is that action good? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, what about the, if it's an intense? Thesis, it's is still good? No. So the reason why they're doing that is to say, is there a, an ability of moral? So when we throw this word moral around, we are just having a big conversation about that it comes from the society the herd that we're in. Well, in this particular case, what brings yeah, this child in?
2: Yeah, I do believe that, I don't know, I can't speak to it very intelligent, but I do believe that we're born with some basis of morality and sense yeah, it, of right and wrong. I just I just got to believe it's one of the things that I hope <clears throat> distinguishes us from animals Even animals have some sense of that, too. Absolutely. I've I've seen dogs do things that obviously Mm -hmm. were ethical decisions. (laughs) Or a learned learned trick. Yeah, that could be true, too. But can you
4: remember or recall,
0: when you were were a little boy, Mm -hmm. can you remember or recall the very first time, or to your memory, the first time you had to decide what you were doing was good or bad?
4: Hmm. Yeah, I have a pretty clear memory of that. Do you? Do you? Yeah. And it had this to last do week. with whether or not it made my mom happy.
2: <laughs> oh, that was your first...
4: And I was really into the... Uh, I was a pretty good boy in all the classical definitions until I grew up a little bit, and then mm-hmm. it all went to hell. Yeah. But, uh, uh, I remember very clearly my mom frowning, and that would make me really unhappy. And if my mom was smiling, that would make me happy. And I learned the things that made her smile. Mm-hmm. And I would do a lot of that. You know, it's just, I, I think everybody goes through that. They may not remember it well, but. Uh, being accepted. Yeah. yeah, being accepted is a very.
2: Peace, having some peace.
4: It's, yeah, my
2: if I do these things, my life is not turned upside down, and I'm not being penalized, and I'm not again back to it's good for me. It makes me feel good, or it's good for me.
4: Those memories are of gratification-driven stimulus-driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, you felt good you about know. it. Yeah, you know, it makes me saying. feel good, right? Yeah, you do. And uh, then you,
3: you, get your, you get your mother's approval, and you feel good about the fact that you have your mother's approval. Mm-hmm.
4: As you get older uh, and you think about stuff more than sometimes, well, two things happen. You you start applying logical processes to right and wrong. And the other thing is you you, you understand the value of delayed gratification. And, and, and babies don't understand that. <laughs> A lot of grown-ups don't understand that, mm-hmm. but some do. Yeah. We
2: also then become more cynical and jaded, too. Yes. As <laughs> we get older. Like that's, See, that that's didn't the big, happen biggest to me. difference between a young child and an adult. is <laughs> cynicism. You know, it's just. I think there's a, there's many
3: differences, but that's one. That I was going to say Ninety percent of the people in Hollywood haven't grown up yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would probably agree with that. Yeah, yeah.
4: My wife would pay large money to have a cynicism knob on me and that she could turn down. Mm Cynical
2: and jaded. Well, and you're talking about the whole issues of feeling good. And again, I think uh, I don't remember where I heard it first, but the whole idea that we sometimes think we are logical beings that sometimes emote, and the reality is we're emotional beings who sometimes think
4: to a degree. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I think there's
2: a lot of truth in that. It's interesting Mm
3: -hmm. uh, that that concept because I profess that Mm -hmm. the main aspect that God has given man is Mm -hmm. our ability to reason, right? And it's through this concept of reasoning that really gives us the ability to choose whether we're going to believe in God or not, sure. mm-hmm. God's an existence. You know, and there's that there's that old cartoon of a guy walking around. You know, God is dead, and then there's this big hand coming out of the sky that's going to squash him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. But I mean, obviously, that doesn't occur, and why? Because uh, the belief carries a whole different set of decision-making processes that belongs to it, other than you know, a foregone conclusion, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you believe, really believe in this idea? Well, of course I believe in it because it, 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 it always happens. When you start challenging whether or not it always happens, and you start looking more into what that belief structure is. This is the reasoning concept that's behind it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And so, I mean, you look at the at the two religions of uh, Islam and Christianity, when you strip them down, their basic understanding of, the God, of God's essence is revealed not through revelation, but it's revealed through reasoning. And that's where this logical thing comes in. But I mean, by all means, emotion plays a huge role in this. And you were very correct in pointing out that there are other factors that are involved. So, I mean, is it, do, we, do we get into this binary decision device, you know, the coin? Is it a yes, no all the time? Or is there a maybe involved? And is that maybe strung to a bunch of other yeses and nos? You know, I mean, that's kind of what you're dealing with. Because it's so varied and it's so complex, it's, it's almost impossible to be able to define it. And that is the mystery. Mm -hmm. And I think when people, like when I meet you, and and, uh, I start knowing who you are, and we get to know you better and better, and actually come into this concept that I actually love you, meaning of all the concepts of courtesy that goes into my understanding of love, you don't become uh, suddenly cast into a mold of what I think you are. You actually become more of a mystery to me. The more I get to understand you, the more of a mystery, the more complexity that I see with you, and I'm like, "Wow, is that guy kind of cool?"
2: Because I'm no longer just pigeonholing you in my exactly mind.
4: True right. of everything. When you become really interested in it, it becomes more complex because you're open to the inputs. Right. You're and, seeing the complexity, right? Right. And when you look for it, it's it. It's there. You know, it'll it'll always be there in whatever degree of complexity it takes to scare you.
3: Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, the attitude. And well, you that scare me, me
4: Kim.
3: Yeah. That, right. that, the attitude. is that the more that I know, the more I realize I don't know.
0: So is is the predilection? Circle is, jerk, right? Yeah. Is, <laughs> well, that just took a left turn. You know that. I'm going to back a lady slowly out so of that alley. Stuck around. <laughs> I'm just a phrase. I'm gonna back slowly out of that alley. <laughs> See if you title the
2: show this week with that, huh?
0: <laughs> oi, yeah. We Oy. just you you elicited uh, monitoring protection here on the on, the dock. <laughs> <laughs> on the, said, uh, You've got uh, feedback here. I'm gonna turn the headphones there's off. There's some feedback, huh? And uh, yeah, <laughs> oi. But um, I in some in, in that though, party. if. If, if what it is if it's going to scare you enough is that then does that reverse your actions into something that is basically survivally driven at, at its very core the, that fear mode or you know that old kind of quote unquote fight or flight response yeah. and from the moment from everything I can remember my, my fight response has always been Way stronger than flight. flight, and and that hasn't always served me very well. Leads to fight. But, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it <laughs> leads Same to thing. you know mm-hmm. smashing your head into a brick wall needlessly, and that would be emoting rather than thinking, probably right. Yeah, and so at at the very core of why do we do what we do, mm-hmm. is is it really more than is it really no more than instinctually driven at its very core? Mm-hmm. It's you're thinking more and more and more. I mean, actually, when you posed that question last week, and it got me thinking more and more and more um, about you know, just—and not to be a super downer—but my dad died on mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and his death death was the result of you know him not thinking things through for decisions decisions. you know he launched a corvette over the top of a hill and he died last monday afternoon monday christmas eve afternoon and had my uh, nephew my brother's oldest son in the car with him 15 who's still in the hospital and there may be a chance he might not walk again um but you know, I know that at that at the point that they crested that hill, I'm quite certain that there were huge grins and laughter going on mm. between the two of them, because even when we were little kids, my dad would go up and down the hills in Missouri and you know, your stomach would drop. It was like being on a roller coaster it was yep. he loved it. It was so much fun. And he just, I know, he loved driving that. It was my brother's car. He loved driving that car. I, I know that there was no intent. For the result that occurred when they came down because the car caught air and you know he was going over 100 miles an hour and car caught air and the rest is history. You know the rest is history, but in deciding what you do it is quite often there or you know, maybe not quite often, but is there an instance where you're not necessarily thinking ahead and thinking, you know that that long-term gratification that you mm-hmm. talked about a little bit earlier there, uh, Ken, is is there sometimes when you do what you do because it feels good, or you have, you don't do what you're about to do because you know it's going to feel bad, and I think that on the general scope of things, especially now we see, and I mean I've been enjoying the conversations we've had. On the podcast the last few weeks I think we've gone way more existential than I think ever I intended this to be because because it was really brought about by the idea that we could sit down and talk about tough subjects which right. this kind of is but from different points of view but we can never get people from the right and the left in the same room right. it seems and I'm getting a little tired of all these political conversations because right. it's the same thing over and over. Yeah. It's, you know, hey, we're right, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, the left is intent on shutting everybody down. There is no discussion. They don't want to converse. They want to yell, scream, and throw fits. Mm-hmm. And the people on, on the right, by and large, who are often considered conservatives, who are probably way more liberal, actually, in truth, than conservative, they're more open to discussion, they're more open to in inviting conversation, and, I'm, and they're just just not happening. Mm-hmm. So the whole political thing, I'm getting a little...
3: We were getting a little weary of that. Well, I, gotta, the, I think that to talk about the symptoms is what makes it worry. I mean, you yeah. should talk about the fundamental principle of it. I mean, I, one of the suggestions I would have for you, if you want to carry on this aspect, is, you know, let's define what a liberal or a conservative is. Because remember that that, that designation cha- can change in a moment, yeah. because yes. if there's a revolution done by a liberal, the moment that they succeed, whoever was the leader of that liberal group becomes the staunchest conservative of the new group. Absolutely, <laughs>
4: and also the first to be executed.
3: <laughs> but that, but I mean, so you know, what are we really describing when we talk about this thing? And So they, you know, if we talk about a conservative, we say that well, generally generally speaking, here. That, uh, that there's are things that we believe that are fundamental and we want them to remain. Mm-hmm. The liberals are challenging that and saying that, well, what's fundamental and who gets, and what's, who, who gets you to the right to say what it is? And I think that's really what's going on because you know, we see a lot of things that are being tested today in our court systems and whatnot, mm-hmm. even, in, even in the bending of comprehension of what science will tell us or what it won't tell us, which is almost right. in itself a ridiculous concept.
0: It, it is, and it, to the point we were, when we were talking earlier this morning at coffee about you know New York now putting an X on a birth certificate. You have male, female, and X for. I think they screwed the up because
3: I think they, they misunderstood what the X generation was. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> oh, that would be a bureaucrat executing <laughs> idiots.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> way late, and, 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 the, the, the and, and of
0: course the mayor of New York City being quoted as saying everyone deserves to to live their own truth which becomes, uh, you know, that becomes philosophically something that separates truth from fact. Mm -hmm. And that becomes... Well, those are the kinds of things people don't
2: even think. If you actually thought about that, so everybody just live your own truth. Well, that at, that, go for it, at huh? that
4: point, everybody's freedom is impinged. Yeah. Right. Well, it kind of it,
2: reminds me of the such a ridiculous
3: statement, but again, he just, uh, It reminds uh, me of the skin in Life of Brian when, uh, when one of the characters <laughs> wants to be called uh, Loretta. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. And then the guy's like, well, you know. John Cleese is in the middle. <laughs> <I'm> like, no, <laughs> you can't
3: have a baby. What are you going to do? Just get in a box? Yeah. They, Thinking, they, all right, they, we'll fight for his right, right to have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> And that's, and that's what, yeah, the, the lady on See, the... that
2: used to be
0: his, <coughs> his right, and will agree to sure fight for his right, yeah. even though he can't. Right.
3: To, but offended. it's his right to. And John was like, what's what the point? point? Yeah. See, now that's
0: offensive. No.
4: What is the point? Yeah, right? Yeah, that's right.
0: You know, which but, is, I mean, it, what it, is the point of that? And, and so much of this, so much of these things... As I, it was a Glenn who was here a little earlier, and Glenn's been on the podcast before, not too often, but um, you know, he said that a lot of change is brought about by minorities, and I think that's because minorities tend to yell and scream the loudest about a thing from which they feel excluded or oppressed by or suppressed, um, and which actually bring reminds me of. Uh, Another Monty Python movie scene where, you know, they come up with the coconuts riding the horse (laughs) to to the people out in the field who, you know, start to describe their system of government. They they, they elect a different king every month. And then, you know, they take it, and it's, well, I am your king. No, 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 and then all of a sudden, well, he's he's oppressing me. I'm being oppressed. Are you seeing this? I am being
3: oppressed. In you see the oppression inherent in the system. Yeah. yeah. They're the collective, yeah. collective autonomy. <laughs> yeah. they collective autonomy. So. This is a mudbacker. It was hilarious. It was absolutely
4: wonderful. Yeah,
3: it's a lie. You go, how do you know he's king? Well, um, he ain't got shit, shit all over him. Remember? Yeah.
4: <laughs> so. We, we should require Monty Python and book report. Or a video report or whatever of every member of Congress, right? You have to have watched Monty Python and you need to be able to explain the source of the humor. <laughs> which, which is oh. remarkable because
0: <clears throat> you, there, that is still a, a kingdom. It is the United Kingdom. There still is a sitting member of royalty, a queen, yeah. who does still possess authority over Parliament and over their existing government structure. She could decide. That's it. It's over. It's done with the snap of her fingers. She still has no. that
4: authority. I totally agree, Don. Dan. And there, there, there is. You say she, she
2: can't do it. Is what do you guys? Are there. There are. That means she can get away with it. Doesn't Monarch- mean she
4: should get away with it, but
0: she, she has the ability to snap her fingers and say it and declare it. So, right. depends on how far that would actually go. The monarch's don't authority is. I don't
4: want to is, you, but you need
3: to check the history because that's not yeah,
4: accurate. Yeah, There's a thing called the Magna Carta. <laughs>
3: yeah, there's a there's a bad history behind that. But uh, the, the concept is that Parliament's allowed to rule by the Queen or the, by yes. the royalty, but that's not really the actuality. So, they have zero political power. However. They, uh, their power is is the, is the philanthropic. and they, they they put money into a lot of groups, you know, to, to help the process. I think their power is in the pop culture. And there's a lot of power yeah. with that. The
4: monarchs, the monarchs' effectiveness is through ceremony. I'll have to go back and read and, that. And 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 influence of all kinds, uh, but it's not legislated. All the legislative power is is. With the power, and uh, it, it's a system that works pretty darn well for them. It works as well for them as ours does for us. I think uh, it, we're the only ones still around. <laughs> well, I mean, for what our system is at the moment,
0: it's just, which is perceptually through the media, it's a mess, but it's still working. By all it, means, it, it's, it's still, been a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. it's been a lot you know, worse. There was a guy in
3: uh, legislative branch that got shot yeah. in the middle of a session. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a lot, it was a lot worse than today.
4: Yeah, and that's one of the so. things
3: about you know history why it's very important. You know,
4: Boy, it why does
3: history repeat itself? Well, because someone wasn't a paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and the, the great
4: majority paying. of people don't. Well, uh, and, and
3: can I just find that fascinating because can when, the queen when the uh, voting turnout's low? That means that things are going well. Yeah, right? Probably. People argue that we need more people to vote. Well, do you really want someone that doesn't follow it and doesn't understand it to vote? Yes, if they vote my way it's what most well, people say. Well, I mean, say. that's the idea. That, I mean, do you really you want just, that? That's the leftist I yeah. strategy. I don't want you that, just, but that's what the left. is. One uh, of the problems uh, of a true democracy, you know, Churchill's famous comment. You know, <laughs> just, just go on in the street and ask the average voter. I mean, you won't want democracy at all. <laughs>
0: no. No. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can, can the queen declare war on any country? No. <laughs> He's stuck on that. I am stuck on that because somewhere in my head, you know, I remember reading, the queen had a lot more authority than apparently she does. I can't huh. speak
2: intelligently. I'm going to have That's to go something. back and read.
3: Uh, it's, it's symbolic. Um, so when the, when they had, they had their empire, uh, the queen would visit and she would, you know, Give money to places to help out their poor and do that. And there was a pool that she used. But all political aspects are done through legislative. And they fought a war over that, and the monarchs lost.
0: all right. It was, it was a, a long thing. time ago. Well, well, I'm so hung up on the fact that Don wanted to identify as the Queen of England, and <laughs> so now all my power is so sure. yeah. from it. Yeah, I wanted it for
3: the power. It's a lot easier yeah. than <laughs> <laughs> the Queen identifying yourself with Parliament. I no longer, I no longer wish to identify as the Queen. As the because queen. I thought
2: I'd get all this power.
0: You want to be a king or something? I'll send your. I'll right. send the crown back when it comes from Amazon.
2: There
3: you go. I'm working,
0: man. Yeah, actually, the we are so well, off topic. Here. Let
2: me try to get us. Back we have on a topic. Either. I don't know yeah. if this is good or You guys will I chase point that, this out. I want to throw so out another statement and see what. it goes. I've heard people say that at our very basic, at the very very basic level of us humans, and it'll make it will make us sound very simple and selfish, which I think we are. Is I heard someone once say, everything we do, we do for one of two reasons to look good or avoid looking bad. And I thought, and sometimes you think about it, there's a lot of truth to that. Why do we
3: do, why do we do what we do?
2: Why so did I, I speak I, up in the meeting? I, I know a
3: lot It's that. an acceptance thing. Yeah, it is an acceptance. And, and the other acceptance. thing you touched on was yeah, it was security. Security, yeah. So change does, change does not give the security that staying the same is. And there was a study that was done through, I think it was through an insurance company that funded the study, mm-hmm. but they had discovered that when they they would offer a group of people a better insurance policy than the one they had for less money, right? Eighty percent of the people wouldn't take it. They didn't believe it because, well, whether they believed it or not, because it's it been a change they and they were comfortable one, with right? what they had mm-hmm. exactly. Well, they
4: probably didn't understand what. They did. That's
1: probably true. Well, That's or been my or, experience, having worked in the
3: insurance yeah. field for quite
4: some
1: time now. True Most for people don't understand
4: what they sure. have or what is available. Mm-hmm. It's True. for an astonishing proportion portion of people for an astonishing number of topics, people don't find out about. Stuff. Well, there's a lot. They they there's a
2: lot of stuff yeah. for us to know. So there's a lot of stuff we don't know. And none
4: of us can know everything. <laughs> exactly. Right? But some there's there's a. There's a degree of responsibility that's mm-hmm. got to show up. And you mm-hmm. tend to pay the price for not knowing about what you're trying Absolutely. to do. Absolutely. You yeah. do? Well, there's
3: consequences. There's no yeah. doubt.
4: And while, uh, there's uh, no in it. when you, when you accuse mm-hmm. people of doing terrible things and there is no due process.
0: Right. right. Yeah. Why don't you let women in here? Yeah, right. <laughs> and I, I was actually really... You know, I was taken aback. I'm like, yeah. what, what you, the heck are you talking
3: it's about? We have it's no rules, so that. so that can't be one of the rules. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all about diversity. It's, it's about people having no voice. It's, it's about the, uh-huh. the, you know... The, what
4: about the, the, smallest the person majority possible? that doesn't feel that way?
3: Well, I mean, uh, you know, you're, you're there to decide. You can make the decision. Remember that the loudest people are typically the people that are in the right. It was an old adage that was true for a very long time, and now... It's not.
4: Say that again.
3: The loudest people are typically those in the right. So you say you think that wow. used to be true and is less true now? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I don't really know. I get, I get the feeling that it's that way. Yeah. Because I
4: think because they define the right because they're the loudest.
3: Well, and that's kind of what's going on. I remember the protesting that went on in yeah. the 60s trying to get something to move. I mean, there was a lot going on and there's a lot of lessons learned by that. Mm-hmm. Those lessons are being applied today.
4: They're not the new div- lessons.
3: The difficulty of it is, is back in the 60s, some of these things that they were fighting for were legitimate problems. Sure. Now they're using the same tactic for something that they're pulling up and saying is legitimate. Right. But it's and not, legitimate for them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's it's it. It's
0: that whole living your own <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's
3: too and that. But again, who gives the right?
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, in, in, uh, Societally speaking, if you want and are going to live in a collective, which you know, our country is, it's a collective, you're gonna have to agree to live within the scope of boundaries and laws that we decided to set. And because the people came uh, from England and said hey we want to be here because we don't want to be under the rule of monarchy we want a con- you know a constitutional republic we want to be governed by the rule of law not the rule of man which a monarchy is mm-hmm. that's you know okay this is how it is it's how we structured now we've gone so far from that and the people that are coming up today are you know being, I, I, it seems to me we had, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around this now to say this. We did a disservice to the, you, our youth as parents saying, you know, you can, you can be anything you want to be. You can you go live your own truth no matter how it affects or impacts other people. We lost somewhere. That last right clause
4: now, has to go. No,
0: no, no, no. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying that seems, that last clause seems to be what is heavily in play now. Yes. It, there has, there, the idea that we, because we live in a collective in this country, you know, town, city, states, whatever, you know, we're not all individuals up in a mountain living alone uh, or within the exclusivity of a clan family you know we're living with each other here in in these metropolis cities towns in the country states counties whatever you it is a problem to disregard how your actions your beliefs your personal truths it's a problem to disregard how that may impact other people and to live as though that impact is inconsequential
4: i i was raised admittedly in in the last millennia right but i i was raised with the belief that the liberty you will experience as a as an individual is directly proportional to the degree to which you respect the liberty of others because by which is a
0: much more succinct way of saying what I was just saying in the complete reverse. So, thank you. Well done. I have no clue. Okay.
3: <laughs> no, we're to listen to it later. Okay. <laughs> thank was God we're he, recording. talking? Yeah. His
2: mouth was moving. Words you
4: were know, My mouth out. was moving. Words were coming out. So
0: Ken went to sleep, and, which is often what people do according to my wife. my wife does not listen
4: to any of these ever
0: she's a smart woman she's she's heard everything I've had to say
4: it doesn't not make sense that if we if we on our own motives for selfish reasons make room for other folks to live their lives pretty much the way they want until Mm -hmm. they start messing with mine Mm -hmm. um and and uh and make it clear to them that they have that, that liberty, doesn't it make sense that we would get that back in a, in a moral society?
3: But you forget we have laws that dictate that.
4: Well, unfortunately, the laws are there to enforce it, and laws are written by human beings that don't do a very good job of it. <clears throat> um,
3: I don't know. It's, I, a, it's supposed I, to be written by whom? <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I, I am the you can, huge you, anti-government guy. Because we can say that you have yeah. God's law and you have man's law, and that's certainly yeah. true. Now, insert well, God into slot A, okay? So, I mean...
4: <laughs> uh, some of God's really? God's laws is pretty scary because it was written by men.
3: Well, it dep- well that's a debate uh, there for another yeah. day. That's another it, that's we, topic, little yeah. box there. But when I say by God, I mean, what God are we, are we addressing? When, so we go back to this belief concept again. So, and for me, when I, because I stay away from the political arguments on television, because to me again, it's all symptoms. They're arguing about symptoms, and nobody's really talking about the underlying principles that are. That are yeah,
4: or they don't even they don't even deal with the issue at all. They're, They're just, doing to just win. Yeah. venting yeah. to make a point of. For whatever reason,
3: right. it may be that right. they can get money as a podcast. Or exactly. Or whatever. Right. I mean, I, I I sat in council, city council meetings, watching uh, council members try to force in. Uh, a stop sign, and then you find out that the reason why they did it is because they wanted to have their name attached to something that they did. Right. Whether well, or not the stop sign it was or so not, had nothing cares. to do with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: So we you do a lot of that. You do that, absolutely. <laughs> I passed a law. I well, so had I there was
1: a standard of how a stop sign got placed. Right certain things had to happen at that intersection
4: yeah at some point you have to rely on the intelligence and the ethics of people that are making decisions and and a representative government yeah yes and and when the guy doesn't do a good job as your representative you need to fire him and get rid and put in somebody of more ethical motive well the problem is we the mechanism for doing that is not working
3: well, I think the mechanism does work. I think one of the things it does in the is- Madigan. Some interesting- Deal with interesting that. ...concepts. Well, Madigan is supported by a lot of people, mm-hmm. so you can't say that, because he, he still remains in office, and not by hook or by crook. He stays in because he's voted in continuously and overwhelmingly.
4: Oh, I think Dan won that one. Yeah. So uh, that, well, you're you're, you're completely losing. correct on that. You're
0: not yeah. wrong.
2: That's yeah. again.
3: That's back
0: to
2: but, the. But the idea of, of it is <laughs> that you
3: know our system doesn't deal with it, is that you hit, so I have two candidates that are in front of me, and they both stand for the same damn thing, and you really can't decide. You know, both politically, they're standing for the very the same thing. Which one's anymore. lying? Well, it's not what? a question of that. It's a question of who do I choose? Right. It's so, so therefore. You'll, you'll choose it on some other reasons, like I like the way this guy's hair is, I like the way he's married, the other guy's not, and then you start bringing in other factors. I'm using this as a basic example. So I'm starting out with a macro, and then when that macro is equalized, then you start bringing in other things until you find a difference that makes you make your decision. Yeah, it's pretty now, complex thing. Can we, can we say that that is a foundation, that link of reasoning is a foundation of choice in itself? Because one of the things computers can't do is they cannot make a decision between two of the same. That's one of the problems about their thought. There is no maybe or there is no other factors involved in a computer. Its reasoning is very extremely limited. But for humans, we will operate on a falsehood as though it's a truth.
4: Yeah, we do And that. because we
3: operated on that falsehood, that becomes a truth for us. Until it's proven different. And that's how, that's, that's why I want to
0: start... very correct, which mm-hmm. is why it is so incredibly hard to get people to change their mind you can tell someone a lie as though it's the truth and feed it to them and they'll choose to believe it but even then going back and saying but this is actually the truth they'll it's often going back to to readjust and say this is the truth will reaffirm their belief in the lie because they've chosen that as as what is Solid to them. Well, when that happens, when
2: yeah, that happens we, in politics today, they just change the subject. If you like, that, if sure. they lose the argument, they just change the subject. Yeah, they
0: say, "Oh, you're a bigot." Or, this or, this brings
4: me crashing back to why have we stopped or hugely reduced the teaching of history at all? If you don't know nothing about history. You don't make good decisions about your own future.
3: But you well and know the history of subjective.
4: Absolutely, but uh, some history that's is better no than others. Because no one actually
0: history. reports what actually happened. You know, uh, someone they reported but, through their perceptions. To, yes,
2: but when pers-
4: when you pointedly the ignore,
2: completely. And we don't know because none of us were there.
4: That's, you know, There's you some, you some things, things say we that know. in
3: your own life and You were there. <laughs> There are things in your life that you have worked on right. that if someone were to come back that knew you from a, as like a family member and say, no, I was there, it didn't occur at all. Right. I mean, there used to be... They a, could have a different perspective. There used to be, a, they, in uh, Prohibition times, they used to have these places they called growlers for many different reasons. I like growlers. But, but women weren't allowed in <laughs> be growlers. And beer comes and, and, in and growlers. And the reason for that was <laughs> that, that, that nothing crashed a good story than the facts that a woman would bring in. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Take that, Jerry. Jerry?
0: <laughs> what do you have to say to that, Jerry? <laughs> <Yeah.
3: The most laughs> like, you weren't there and no, that fish wasn't that big. <laughs> that
0: I, I just really realized good. I'm down yeah. to 23% yeah. battery power here and no <laughs> extension cord. So, if you got something to say. <laughs> how many minutes are we in? Um, we're actually at 41 no, minutes. So we
2: got, you're going to make
0: it. So, yeah, we'll make it. But, uh, you know, if you've got something to say, now would be the time to say it. <laughs> If like, you'd no, like I, to. I, I, Okay, mm-hmm. that's it. All right. <laughs> and, and doesn't that I
2: say think it all? I that said it all, actually. When we really we all it. understand that sign. side. Okay? Yeah. We've yeah. all heard it before. Yeah. <laughs> We've all heard I mean, heard you that.
1: asked me if you could sit next to me, and I said I don't bite, but I'm not so sure that that's going to be true anymore.
4: <laughs> Can I loan you my hammer? No.
1: <laughs> no. And you guys told me to sit down and stay. Yeah, so. we did, and you did, yeah. and I did.
4: And, and we well, are great punishment, right? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah.
1: Like I You've, said, it turns out to be cheering
4: the guys. But specific. we'll see how you you're know, having you here. You know, by that. your mere presence, it. gentlemanly behavior on the Seriously? part of the male
0: like otherwise, huh?
2: like <laughs> <Yeah.
4: laughs>
0: <want> <laughs> <laughs> But again, why do you do what you do? <laughs> exactly. Why did you do that? And what's that
1: part about looking
2: good or not looking good? Yeah. Bad? yeah. Yeah, I, 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 That's I can't what agree you're that left
0: statement. with if you don't study history. I don't know if I actually do agree with that statement because
2: I'm not going to say categorically, but I think there's a lot of truth to it. I don't. I took a test. I think you are less like that than most human beings. I, I, well, in my I, was, humble
0: opinion. I was tested. <laughs> By my parents when I was younger, right. and then later as an adult. You, have you ever heard that DISC thing, oh, the yeah. DISC thing? I am uh, the you dominance influence. <laughs> yeah, I took <laughs> dominance influence. Um, I forget what S is. Steadiness, steadiness, and, steadiness compliance. and compliance. I am a very high DI, right. dominance influencer, very high. And there is, you, you take are, the test. Right. That's how I was tested on this thing. Yeah. That was just again. And he's unusual. It's. I took the test and you take it two times. One for mm-hmm. your business professional career yeah. mm-hmm. life, and then you take it again, which pertains to your uh, personal family mm-hmm. yeah, you interactive to see how you differ. Terms, yeah. There's no variation in yours. In mine, there right. was no very And the, the guy had me take it twice, right? And he came me. back and he said. I've only ever seen this one other time, yeah. it, pretty much you are who you are and you see no reason to change who you are in front of other people. Right. Go ahead. and go ahead. go ahead.
3: The concept is not that you are who you are. The concept is you are who you are becoming.
0: You are who you're becoming.
3: That's the concept. Yeah. And if, you know, if God says I am. Okay, static. We talked about the static. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, absolute truth. But that's not true with us. We are who we are becoming. And how are we becoming? Well, it's through all these decisions and, yeah, yeah, and these matters and things that we believe in what we don't believe we in. Do not. in I think it's
1: got to do with authenticity too, because you're the same person regardless mm-hmm. of the setting. And a lot of people change who they are depending on the setting. Because they want to look good. Or whether or I'm going to look, gonna look, look good mm-hmm. or whether I'm going to look bad.
2: Well, like I said the classic example I think of is you know that cl- well why didn't you speak up in the meeting? Well, because I didn't want to look bad. You know, there's. We make decisions like that, even without even thinking about it, sometimes. Yeah. Why do we well, drive the cars we do? Why do we wear our hair? Why do we pick out the clothes that we wear? I mean, all of those—they're very basic things, and I, I'm not even—I'm not even saying it's a bad thing. It's—it's it's just kind of what we do.
3: I liked what you just said because I, when I was studying multi-personalities from that book, there was a couple of concepts that I ran across. That I found pretty fascinating. One of those concepts was is that, me personally, I'm wearing this because I was in construction for a long time, and I'm not in it anymore, but I still wear it because it kind of fits my persona. Mm-hmm. But when I put on a suit and a tie, certain other behavioral characteristics come out of me that, that weren't there. Very true. Isn't that interesting? True of everything. But they're all still there, and that's, I think what your point was, it's still latent in you, but they just come out in different situations. I think that's that what you were dressed Dress for that. success, well,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: sort of, but I, I try to be... And this is what I appreciate about you I believe you're very authentic in a way that a lot of people are not because you're the same I could see you acting the same way and being the same way in a suit and tie Mm -hmm. as you are right now today and I try to do that same thing I don't always succeed at it but um, I think that a lot of people don't are not authentic they don't they don't have a good solid sense of who they are right. as a person as an individual and so there are things that come out in them when they're in a different settings that wouldn't necessarily come out um, mm-hmm. I have this big problem and, and my boss is the first one to say it you know you just everybody knows exactly how you feel you right. wear everything right here mm-hmm. I can't do anything about that that's my authentic self Right. Um, and I think you're a lot like that. And I think that, that people have learned over the course of time in a lot of ways too, or maybe that's part of it is, is, is nature too, um, genetics, you know, you're wired up certain ways. Mm-hmm. And for some people, they're really good at playing that poker face, not me, mm-hmm. can't do it. So I think it's got a lot to do with authenticity.
2: Yeah, I relate it to people that are, I, I always use the term as a common phrase, people that are more comfortable in their own skin. Pete is comfortable in his own skin. Is the I'm comfortable in my skin. That, yeah, yep. I, that's the phrase that I use for people that are like that, because I agree. It's like, and, and I'm, man, I, to, to me, if there were two things I could be in my life, I'd want it to be two, two A-words, authentic and accountable. Um, I'd like to be younger. Well, that too. Um, <laughs> but only if I was authentic I and accountable I when I was younger. Because I was not always authentic and accountable when I was
0: younger. But physically or just in a state of mind? Ooh,
4: deep. Actually, I was thinking of less pain and, yeah, and, and, and more functionality, right? So Physical functionality. But uh, <clears throat> the, uh, the concept of being steady, rooted... Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of, I agree with you about Pete I totally agree with, that you are that way mm-hmm. that that we know we, I, I learned a lot about Jerry immediately because you showed it to me yeah. right? a lot mind. of people are mysteries well, they stay behind a wall and are really kind of tough to deal with because you have no idea uh, how to treat them you know, what will they consider to be good manners? What will they consider not to be something that offends them? Right. You know, and I don't want to step on their, on their feet because it, it kills communication. Right. right. Um, I, I think it's a, a virtue that you have and I wish politicians had it. I, I wish it were some a prerequisite. Politicians they can't they begin it. with it and, they, and then
1: they lose it because of the nature of the politics and no. the political game.
3: They can't afford <laughs> to because of the vast the dispersity of the people that they're trying to
2: mm-hmm. Uh, have to please the people yeah see, please I, many I grew up people. in a
3: military academy. Uh, I get all my leadership training from that. I learned very quickly at the academy that there are certain things that I want people to understand about me when they're in the environment that I'm in with their squad or platoon right. or the company or whatever that may be. And then when I'm on my own, I don't want them to see aspects of that right I have to separate them. And so these separations that you that you're talking about wearing it on your sleeve, there are situations where I'll wear myself on my sleeve, but there's so many times where I can't afford to.
2: Because it may not be appropriate either. You'll send the wrong message.
3: Yeah, like you were just saying. I mean and that's why politicians people say, Why are they so wishy-washy? Well, look what they gotta do. I mean, there's a tactic behind that.
2: Yeah. Well, it's almost like it's 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 frustrating because you almost think, oh, I man, I don't know if a politician can become a highly elected official without being that way. Yeah, yeah. the
3: Senate in Rome yeah. suffered that terribly, yeah, that it was, it was one of the problems. Uh, and I guess it, that,
2: but, but it's <laughs> because, but the re- I believe the reason for that is because of those, you talked earlier about how people make their decisions on what color their hair was, or I was used to joke, I knew John Kerry was going to get, be the Democratic nominee that one you right he had the best hair. <laughs> and, and, uh, and if you look back over history, that's usually, you know, it's the good-looking candidate. It could be and, a factor, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, John and it's, Kennedy. it's just so, so frustrating to me. So, so it's not, yeah, he does. Well, well, that's true. He does he's, he's an anomaly in a lot of <laughs> different ways. To... Yeah, but he's not. Well, I mean, Trump's very
3: predictable. Well, it was also the, the
2: pop culture. Well, you know, well it, our last called, like, two presidents were elected because of a cult of personality. If you ask what was me. going
3: on was was this wishy washiness that was was occurring, and mm-hmm. that's kind of where the the whole political scene was going. Right. And so Trump gets elected. Why? Because he wasn't wishy washy. Because he's not. He's, yeah. He stands for things, and he step and he stands up for them. He he is mm-hmm. authentic, whether we like it or well, not. The, well, this is a persona that, he, that he's put himself. Yeah, really maybe he and, isn't that. Yeah, yet. you don't really know. But but I mean, I think like, we. Well, but what we
0: see It's what we're shown.
3: What we saw for years
2: and years in his in his private life is what we see. So I mean, he didn't he change reality TV team. that he did. In he know, didn't go and become it. Mitt Romney, you know, when he started running for president and start to please everybody and try to, you know. So and he is he and is it's, he's been consistent, whether it's authentic or not. I don't think we don't know. He has integrity.
0: It's interesting <laughs> when you look at all these factors mm-hmm. that drive what people do and mm-hmm. and what and the actions people take. And, you know, there have been times when I, when certain behavior, I know certain behaviors are expected and, and, you know, things were expected of me and to act a certain way. And I know that's just not me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to do anything other than is, than what I feel is part of who I am or how, I'm I'm looking for the word to say Mm -hmm. this, to do anything other than who I believe myself to be. Right and it to me feels completely wrong and it takes an enormous amount of energy. So through that, I think, and I think a lot of this has come up as I've, as I've grown older, mm-hmm. you look back and you say, yeah, you know, that, that was a really bad action. I, again, I mentioned before, I, I tend to hit things in my, certainly now less so because I'm learning to be more observant and more, and take more evaluation of something that's presented to me before taking that knee-jerk reaction mm-hmm. and just plowing through it, hitting it head-on. Because sometimes that brick wall don't give. No. Nope. And it hurts, doesn't it, it? Doesn't feel good when that happens. But I think it, it, to be fair and direct and honest, to act any other way than I feel. Is, is part of myself, it comes from a spot of laziness. It, it, it's...
2: Don't have to think that hard I, about it.
0: I don't man. have to think that hard about it. I don't have to put the effort in to act the way other people anticipate or expect. I think what Ken said is, in and, and, and observing and thinking about how other people are going to feel before taking an action, is this going to, to hurt them, offend them, or whatever, mm-hmm. I think that observation is commendable because I don't necessarily have a history of doing that. If you put something forth to me, I'm going to spew something, it's going to come out of my mouth mm-hmm. just as did earlier with a full level of confidence and thank you for telling me <laughs> I need to go research the this more thinking that the war. queen can actually reclaim her her kingdom and do whatever the hell she wants and you know subjects be damned. I mean, really, you know, and I spewed that as as There's I've the done.
3: Perception that you had, and now it's, yeah, now you'll challenge that perception. And now,
0: but see, that I enjoy doing. I enjoy my perceptions being challenged but and you learning were that something. But
3: you're lazy, new. so is that a
4: contradiction? So maybe no. it is. I don't,
3: you don't know. Think so?
4: I think it's fun to be challenged. It, well, yeah. yeah was saying he was lazy, so, effort. so well, I a maybe there, maybe the laziness,
3: maybe there might be some other aspect.
0: Maybe there. it's some other aspect because
3: certainly you're inquisitive.
0: Very. and and, but I enjoy that Mm -hmm. you know I enjoy I enjoy challenges I enjoy the inquisitive process but how I think how I react to that process I don't know it's very difficult for me to sit down in a board meeting Mm -hmm. and and just sit and be quiet and listen it's hard that's difficult for me to do. Mm-hmm. And I know some I've been in environments where that that behavior was expected sure. didn't necessarily go well. Mm-hmm. I also you know there was once upon a time in in an executive board meeting where they had Fruits and veggies on a tray, and I'm not a fruit and veggie kind of guy. And I had a little, one of those little what, thumb carrots or the baby carrot things. I'm sitting there playing with it and, blah, 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 <laughs> and <laughs> you know talking, and I did. I flicked it, <laughs> and it actually hit the head guy <laughs> right,
4: <laughs> right that.
0: there, That's and awesome. everybody just stopped and looked yeah. at me, and I'm like, oh, you were supposed to catch that. <laughs> and You know, and then, you know, he laughed and the meeting went on. As long as he laughed,
2: it was okay. Yeah,
0: but it's, I didn't apologize for that. Right. I just, because, you know. uh, Because you're a selfish bastard. Oops.
2: And it was kind
0: of funny. Yeah, it was. I bet it was. But. Again, because he laughed, it was But he laughed, and I'm like, oh, you were supposed to catch that. And, but, uh, and and for, for.
2: But Pete, I think you're. I don't know. I think that. I agree I with what wife. you're saying about yourself, but the reality is, you mo- we all modify our behavior, hopefully, out of the respect for other people. I mean, we can't just blah all the time because it uh, it would probably but create chaos. But for some of us, I think it's a life. lot
1: easier than for others. I think it's for me. I have this. I have the same struggle. I am not good in organized settings right. because.
2: Um, it just comes uh, out. It, it just comes out. The, and I, the and old it, no filter kind of thing. Yeah,
1: and I'm better I'm better than I used to be. I've, right. A lot of the rough edges have been sort of sanded off right. over, over time, which is why I don't want to be younger because I was kind <laughs> of stupid. So, okay.
0: You know? <laughs> no, but that made me think because there is one thing that I do modify mm-hmm. all the time. In settings like this and in business and professional life, whatever, I I rarely rarely curse.
2: Right. At in home, life you do like crazy. At home,
0: my wife would probably tell you that I could make George Carlin blush in really? in less than thirty hmm. seconds. Interesting. So that. So his persona that's has so just been blown. Well, that's, that's well, a well big, I
1: used to be the same way, but what I realized is that even in my in my personal life, that can be offensive to people, sure. and so it bothered me. And well, it bothered a, me because I don't want to offend people. Right. So you do it. I mean, again, so I, don't, I don't, don't think that's a bad thing. I don't. Thing. Yeah. I don't c- generally curse as right. a rule of thumb.
2: Right. You modified but your to. behavior. Yeah, you you're modified like, and, your behavior out of respect for other people.
3: And being right. professional. Does that mean you're not being authentic? I don't think so. No. Yeah. See, I admit, I was the reverse of what he just said. I, at a very early age, I was told by a mentor of mine, mm-hmm. says, you know, people that curse have poor language. So you're going to articulate emotion, learn the words that are proper, and you'll do this. Yeah, so the I did. F, the F word is when I got on a job site, word. if I don't use expletives, yeah. my point doesn't come across <laughs> serious enough. Well, it, it, uh, is that that I, mean, I literally have like, to use the expletives. Yeah. Well, it's, That's it's, the part of the, it's part of the language. of the language of the, of the, exactly. the environment.
4: Yeah. It's true in the military. Yeah. 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 It's, it's you true. cannot, every third sentence has to have some sort of, you know, impact word in it. Well, the prude he- here would disagree why I that you could be communicator,
2: the communicator, but I, I get what you're saying. But. Well, I wouldn't have. I would have
4: been a in, a in all kinds but of trouble. You would work, have learned what across, behavior right, was you know, they, expected of you. Other things would have determined whether or not you were there. I was a terrible corporate wife.
3: I was a terrible corporate wife.
1: Oh,
2: like at the corporate events, you mean? No, not
1: at the corporate events, but the... I was married to a guy in the nuclear power industry, and the Mm -hmm. nuclear power industry is primarily run by people from the Navy. And they run the public sector like the military. military. Mm -hmm. And I made the mistake one time of telling his boss that I wasn't going to wake him up because he hadn't had any sleep for three days. That wasn't good.
2: You weren't supposed to say that, huh?
1: No, that was not good he was supposed to get up and go back to that plan even though he hadn't had any sleep for, for 72 hours. Mm. I know, like, oh, he's got to have some sleep, I'll call you when he wakes up, well, when he wakes up.
4: You were right and he was wrong. Yeah. Well,
1: it didn't matter, he yeah. was the captain and I, and I wasn't, and you were, yeah. <laughs> he was the general and yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. So I didn't help that career at all, right. which I felt badly about, but on so, the same token, it was wrong and we're not in the military.
0: And why do you do what you do, I guess does depend on the environment you're in. There are modifiers and and I think the reason that I curb language that I use mm-hmm. is part and parcel because I've been in human resources for more than twenty <laughs> yeah, years. Right. And, you know, you <laughs> You can't be the HR guy telling other people you can't talk that way. <laughs> Screw you! you I'm f- going blah, home. Blah, 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 yeah, you can't, she can't. talk this yeah, way. Yeah, you can't talk that way. So <laughs> f this, f that, and you know it, it's well, so. An idiot. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you, can't you, you can't talk, talk what like that.
4: What's wrong with you? You know, yeah. you and can't I
0: mean, talk
2: like an an idiot.
0: I actually, yeah. you know, I actually had an example this year, just before the holiday, I had to correct a guy for a client who took great offense that a woman he decided to kiss under the mistletoe they hung at the office wouldn't and refused to, in his mind, comply with the mistletoe, the mistletoe law, and uh, which <laughs> is, HR supersedes HR law, HR law. And, and, you know, any at all, uh, you know, all you're, that, yeah. You're
1: right to live but, their way and go yeah.
0: in and to He, he called her, he, He called her some very, very foul language. And I had to go in and say, dude, you can't do that. That's unacceptable. (laughs) Unacceptable behavior. So, yeah, he's like, what? But it's mistletoe. mistletoe. That's how that works. No, sir. (laughs) That is actually not. How that works in the workplace? And what idiot himself, hung the Pete? missile? Well, and that—that yeah, that was my—that <laughs> was, my, that was actually my yeah. very first question.
2: But Pete, that's again, Maybe with, he with was the freaking just being me Too himself. Movement,
0: but and maybe he was. I'm well, absolutely, he was. Right, so that's because, what I mean. That's
2: why modifying our behavior so, is necessary. You know. In many, to so I have, of humanity, despite
0: tests, what I've just discovered is I have learned to modify yes, my yes. behavior. Within certain environments. what well, I always say so, look,
2: one of the ways I position that is is one of the things that frustrates me is when and you guys don't do this, but when people act like, well I, I just I was brutally honest because that's just the way I am. And I always want to go, even if it doesn't work, it's like for me, it's about effectiveness. If I'm trying to influence somebody, and the way I'm doing it doesn't work because that's the way I am. That's lunacy. If right. I really want to influence, I have to change how I communicate. I have to change what I'm mm-hmm. doing sure. and modify my behavior to make it effective. These are the words of a grown-up. If you're trying to get something done, the, the you know if the reason it didn't get done is just because well. I told them the truth, and that was the truth. and I know it. Blah blah blah. Well, it didn't do any good. Well, not my fault. Well,
1: there's a lot of ways to tell the just, truth. Yeah, and the people plug. are yeah. able to hear it About in cer- certain ways, and in other ways. I have to, I spend a lot of time in my professional life telling people ugly truths. Sure. Um, because we have to have those conversations right. in order to make sure that they, they get what they
3: need. Right. You're a <laughs> <laughs> Ugly truths. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
4: going to over here. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. That was awesome. We deal
2: with a lot of ugly truths. Excellent timing. Yeah.
0: You know what, guys? We're actually at one hour and one minute, believe it or not. Um, yeah. So
2: You can edit out a few things.
0: I'm not editing anything on this. So this is going to be one of those where I'll slap the intro in the front, slap the outro in the back, and uh, maybe throw a little bit of uh, background music Mm. here and there. But this is just going up as it is, Um, which in the podcast world I've learned is called live to hard drive, which is a huge no-no. It's it's considered largely unprofessional. Because you're lazy, but. Am I lazy? I liked this conversation. It was fun. I liked it, too. Why do we do the things we do? Man, there's all kinds of reasons, evidently. It's not as simple as I thought it was. I I, I thought it was fairly simple. Um, But uh, thank you guys very much. Golf clap if you'd like. And uh, uh, that'll wrap that up. And lady. Yes, and lady. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. ladies
4: Ladies and gentlemen.